0: hello my friends and welcome once again to uh, the daily run as we make our way through the book of matthew this is keeping up with the king matthew chapter 26 and we're reading about this night of jesus betrayal the last supper and um the prediction of as my bible says here in the uh in between the paragraphs it says jesus predicts peter's denial so that's what we're reading about, and this is, again, one of those accounts that is found in all of the Gospels, in Mark 14, Luke 22, and John 13, as well as Matthew 26, and so by reading all of the accounts, we can get uh, sometimes a more full picture of what happened, and um, and sometimes we'll, we'll notice that sometimes there are things where they're recorded, and they are not exactly the same, and so it's all it's always nice to go back and read these and kind of be aware of uh the i think what what I like to would would like to call them is the complementary accounts. sometimes people see that there's differences and they jump to this uh this uh, conclusion oh contradiction it's a contradiction, and I think a lot of times people just don't understand what a contradiction is you know, my, my, uh, middle daughter is studying logic right now. It's one of her classes. And so she's learning about logical fallacies and such. And one of the things they talk about are things like contradictions, you know, that, uh, that, um, a cannot, you know, a can be B, um, and a can be C, but a can't be, uh, a can't be B and not B at the same time. You know, anyway, uh, so uh, oftentimes what happens is we read, we'll read something in the Bible that will have these two different accounts and people will jump to this conclusion of, oh, it's a contradiction rather than saying, wait a minute, there are two different people telling this story and they're telling it again from different perspectives, from different backgrounds and also, uh, with a different, um, reason for telling the story. You know, they, this is something that happened, but they've chosen to share only certain events that happened in, uh in the lifetime of Jesus, whether that's because they were only present for certain ones or because that was, um, the event that took place wasn't important in what they were sharing. You know, what, um, what Matthew has been presenting is Jesus as the King of the Jews. We've talked about this extensively extensively. He's been talking about Jesus as the King of the Jews, as he's presenting, uh, him as the King of the Jews to the Jews. You know, he is, Writing to Jews, he is a Jew writing to the Jews about the king of the Jews, so anyway, when you come across these complementary accounts, um, pay attention because sometimes they're a little different, and it's uh it's again easy for people to jump to these conclusions of oh, they're different, that must mean that there's something wrong with the account, but no if if you and I went to the same concert and we came home and somebody asked us about the concert, we might talk about very different things. You know, you might talk about the lighting and the smoke and and uh, I might just be talking about the obnoxious people who st- were behind me the whole time smoking pot, you know? And so that someone else at the concert might talk about how the music was so good, but where we were standing at the concert, the music might not have seemed very good. You know, we might've been in a in a back corner where the bass was just getting you know, trapped in that we were just sitting in an echo chamber going like, oh, this music sounds horrible. Well, somebody who's sitting in front of the sound man is going like, oh, this is great. It sounds just like the CD, you know? And somebody in the front row may not be hearing the mains, you know, the main speaker system. They may be hearing only the guitarist amplifiers that are aimed right at their face and go like, I couldn't hear the lyrics. All I could hear was the words, you know? And so they might say at that concert, you couldn't hear a thing. All the the, the guitars were so loud. And I might describe the concert as, Oh man, the bass was just so heavy that it was just a big wash of mess. And somebody else might say like, man, I recorded it and it sounded great. Now, that might all sound contradictory, but it's actually complimentary. You know, the the truth of the matter is depending on where you were at that concert, uh, where, where you were standing, you would have a different experience and you would have a different uh, perspective on the exact same event because we weren't all standing in the same spot and uh, we weren't all focusing on the same things, you know, and, and the same thing for the, the those who witnessed the, uh, the events of Jesus life. And so keep that in mind. Uh, don't get all shook up. If you notice there's something that's slightly different, oftentimes there's great richness, richness in that because you get a fuller picture. So anyway, something to keep in mind as we go through this. Um, so, It says this, we're going to back up a little bit from verse 31, which we talked about last time. Jesus said to them, his disciples, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I've been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. And Peter answered and said to him, even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you that this night, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And Peter said to him, even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all the disciples. All right. So as I mentioned last time, I was reading over this one section multiple times during the week. And part of the reason was every time I read it, I kept noticing new little things, new wrinkles. Um, For all different reasons. And so um, that always excites me. And so the next time I read, I don't just go like, oh, I read that last time. I'll read it again. And as long as I keep getting new goodies out of it, I'll keep reading it. And so uh, I'll share a couple of those with you today. The first one is that I have been teaching um, on Sunday mornings to mostly Girl Scouts. And we have different troops that come every week. Um, to our camp where I work, and I do a chapel for them. And at the chapel, I've been talking about Jesus walking on the water. And I tell the same story every week because I have different kids every week. So I'm telling the same story every week, and it changes, and it gets a little better. And I notice new things, and I focus in on things with different groups. But one of the things about the story, if you're not familiar, or maybe you are, you might this might be a little refresher. Um, Jesus comes walking in the middle of the night out to a boat where his disciples are struggling, rowing against a wind, um, boisterous wind and waves. And as he's walking, they're freaking out because they see him and they think he's a ghost. And he says, be of good cheer it is I, You know, don't be afraid. And when Peter sees him, he says, Lord, command me that I might come out onto the water. You know, that I'm, you know, Jesus is walking on the water. So Peter says, well, I want to do that too. And he steps out and Jesus says, well, Jesus says this word to him. Jesus says, come. And so he, that's what Peter does. He comes out onto the water, right? And then it says that Peter uh, Peter noticed that the wind was blowing and the waves were, you know, the wind was boisterous and the waves were blowing or winds were blowing, waves were waving, whatever the waves do. And he began to sink. And G, he he calls out to Jesus, Jesus, have, you know, Jesus saved me. Good thing to call it to Jesus. Jesus grabs him by the hand and pulls him into the boat and immediately the wind stops and the the water's still and jesus says to peter peter why did you doubt you know where is your faith and the thing that i talk to the kids about is this whole aspect of having faith in god is different than just saying well i believe that god exists but having faith in like having faith in Jesus is not just well I believe that Jesus existed um even though I didn't see him and I you know I'm just I'm trusting God what I the stories I hear no it's it's believing it, that Jesus is able to do what Jesus called you to do you know that God is able to do what God promised to do you know we read about that in Romans chapter four with Abraham that Abraham believed what God had said that God was able to perform what he had promised. And so when Jesus says to Peter, come, that's enough because Jesus said it, Jesus said, come. And so Peter can come. And so when we read this, this really struck me this week because Jesus says, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. So they're all going to stumble, right? Because Jesus said it, it's going to happen. And What's amazing about this is Jesus doesn't just say it, but he also gives them scripture, which they already believed to be and accepted as God's word. And so he doesn't just say this is going to happen, but he says this is going to happen because it's written. It is written that this is going to happen. So it's going to happen. And so the response though is such a typical response. and I think this would be my response as well. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. And here Jesus is saying, you're going to do this. The Bible says you're going to do this. And they're like, no, we're not going to do that. Even if we have to die, we're not going to do that. Well, we know that they do it. You know, we know exactly what Jesus said happens and exactly what God's word said happened because that's how it works. God's word is always true. It never fails. What Jesus said is what's going to happen. Um, And so next time we'll talk a little bit more about this, but I think that the what we see here is this great, the strange, but great lack of faith, right? They still aren't getting it. And I think this, I relate to this very well that even though I just read it and even though I see it and even though I hear God's word, how often do I do things that are so contrary to it? How often do I live in a way that says, you know what, do I even, do I believe? Do I believe the stuff? Hey, if God said it, then what am I worried about? if God said it, then that's the end of it. You know, the old, the bumper sticker was God said it. I believe it. That settles it. But really you don't need the, I believe it part, right? God said it, that settles it. Now it really is helpful for me. If I believe it, if I say, yeah, God said it, that's, that's the end that settles it. Um, that's faith. Faith is believing that God is able to do what he has said. And so next time let's we'll talk about, um, maybe what, what should the response have been? Think about that one. Talk to you next time. God bless you.